Hey, grownups, before we start the podcast, I want to talk to you about keeping things in perspective and remembering, you know, sometimes we just have to laugh it off. We need that. Life is full of grown-up choices and it can be a lot. So it's important to keep things in perspective and have a sense of humor. That's why I created Grown Up Gear. It is super fun merch to celebrate adulting. T-shirts, sweats, mugs. I even have kitchen aprons for cooking. It lets everyone know that you are a grown-up or at least a grown-up in progress, or at least you know someone who's a grown-up. We even have the cutest baby gear from onesies to bibs that say things like, I can't believe you are the grown-up. The best gifts for new parents, birthdays, engagements, graduation, pretty much any occasion, even a great gift for yourself. Check it all out at grownupgear.com. You're listening to Money Tips for Financial Grownups with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grownup. And you know what? When it comes to money, being a grownup is hard, but together we've got this. Welcome to 2022, my friends. I struggled to write this episode, so I'm going to start out by offering my apologies for the late delivery of it to my wonderful editor, Steve Stewart, who has shown endless patience with me recently to officially thank him for his hard work and wish him a good new year. I just wasn't sure what I wanted to say, so this is coming to you very last minute. I had planned to do something like a top resolutions episode But you know what? That feels so much like a to-do list that will feel like yet another thing to do. And yeah, here's the thing. Since the pandemic, we've been pushing back on old expectations and for many of us, lowering the bar. We've been saying, well, take care of yourself first and don't beat yourself up if you, for example, drink a little more, eat a little more, and so on. It's okay if your kid is learning a little less. And yes, it is not your fault that your child is often learning on the same device that they play Minecraft on. Yes. But it's 2022 and at a certain point and deciding, of course, when that point is, that's very personal. So it may not be that point yet for you, but at a certain point, many of us probably do want to start being a little more deliberate about things. So instead of resolutions, I want to talk about just kind of taking stock of stuff of our lives, of where we want to be in the future in terms, and this is really important, in terms of the things that we can control. And I know that these days it seems like there's a lot we cannot control. So let's just block that out, let go of it and think about what we can control. Okay. So first, this can apply to stuff. And that means, yeah, cleaning stuff out. And we talk about closets and things like that. So many boxes enter our homes these days. If you aren't using stuff, think about using it or think about losing it. The exception, store it if it is something that's a keepsake. That's fine. I'm not telling you to throw stuff out there. This is not Marie Kondo speaking. But for example, I do have my everyday dishes and my wedding china. I'll make a point to use that. And we do use that when we have people over and that's not happening that much, but I believe that will happen. I'm going to hold on to that. So wedding china keep, regular dishes keep. But I also have a lot of china and dishware and just stuff for serving people when I have company over that is so much more than I would ever use. It's just migrated to my home over the years from relatives passed down and it's beautiful stuff. So I feel like I should keep it, but you know what? I need to lose those. I'm going to sell them, gift them, whatever. If you know of somebody that wants to buy China, let me know. I have some ideas. But anyway, 
technically have room for them. That's the thing that gets complicated because I do have room for them. They don't take up a ton of room, but I'm never going to use them ever. So why do I have them? I even have little lampshades for a chandelier that we no longer have. And again, I have room to keep them, but do I really want to keep them just because I have room? Something to think about. Someone keeps insisting we need to keep them, but anyway, there may be some negotiation going on in your house if you have a few stakeholders, but at least have the discussion and at least decide, are you going to use it or lose it? The second thing to use or lose, and I think this one is the most important one and the one that I am going to focus on primarily, and that is things like courses and resources and subscriptions to things that you want to be doing. So for example, this is different from just unsubscribing. I talk a lot about doing maybe a quarterly, going through your mailbox and your email box, I should say, and just unsubscribing to things that are cluttering your mailbox. That's not what I'm talking about. Every few months, you should definitely do that. What I'm talking about here is things like community groups that I signed up for. Maybe they're free on Facebook, or maybe it's something that I'm even paying a couple hundred dollars for a year, but I don't really dip into them more than once every few months. And when I do, I do really get a lot out of it, but I forget. So maybe I'm going to put reminders in my calendar once a week, check in with this community group or that community group and participate more. Also, there are courses that I've bought, not that many, but a few, and conferences that included in my ticket, a virtual conference, for example, is a replay. And I miss many of the sessions that I really do want to watch. I've paid for it. I have access to it, but I just haven't gotten around to watching it. So for me, what works is putting a time block on my calendar and saying, this is the time that I'm going to go through, for example, the FinCon conference and watch the sessions that I want to watch. And it could be maybe a two-hour session once a week for a few weeks, whatever it may be. Prioritize the sessions that you want, make the time, take notes, maybe even share it with a friend if that's something that the product allows access to. Okay. The third thing, social media, use it or lose it. So in this case, I am generally going to advocate and this may surprise some people, for using social media more, but with a focus, not just to kill time, scrolling through, although that can be entertaining, but set a timer for that because that can go on for a really long time. I've been largely off Instagram and Facebook the last six months. Occasionally I'll pop on, but I just needed a break and I needed to be hyper-productive with getting my book done. But the flip side is that I now realize I have missed so much in terms of keeping up with people that I care about, celebrating, albeit virtually, a lot of milestones with friends that I truly miss. So I am actually going to try to use it more when it comes to social media. That said, I'm not going to be everywhere because it is exhausting and just too much. So my suggestion for everyone, pick a few platforms that work for you and keep in mind that they should also be the places that the people you care about participate put the time in to use them, and then just lose the others. Maybe put a note on your profile saying that you're more active on a different platform and to please find you there and then just let it go. And finally, I want everyone to think about using your technology to focus your time or just accept that you're not going to do something. In other words, schedule stuff. And if something is just not that important that you don't want to put it on your schedule, then you should accept that it's not that important. Don't put it on your to-do list and just lose it. I got a lot done recently when I time blocked in order to write my upcoming book, Launching Financial Grownups. Now it sounds a bit bananas, 
but I now send friends a calendar invite just to chat on the phone because if we just say, oh, call me when you're free or let's just catch up. Yeah, let's find a time this weekend. Well, you know what? A lot of the time it just doesn't happen or they call exactly the time when you don't have your phone with you or you have it on silent mode and you miss the call and then you're trading calls back and forth and well, you know how it goes. And we don't want those friendships to fade and we don't want to necessarily say, well, COVID will be over really soon and we'll, it'll just be normal and we'll just get together IRL and I just, we just don't know, right? So we need to be a little bit deliberate and we need each other now more than ever. On that note, I want to know what you guys are focusing on for the new year. And by the way, it can also be same as last year. That's totally cool. I'd love to hear from you. DM me on Instagram. That's one of the platforms I will be on. It's bobbyrebel one And also please go to my website, bobbyrebell.com to get on my newsletter so I can share discounts and sales at grownupgear.com, news pieces that can help you live your best grownup life. And of course, previews and summaries of each podcast episode. And I'll probably also at some point be talking about that new book I mentioned, Launching Financial Grownups. I wish all of you a happy and healthy 2022, living the life you want as financial grownups. Money Tips for Financial Grownups is a production of BRK Media, LLC. Editing and production by Steve Stewart. Guest coordination, content creation, social media support, and show notes by Ashley Wall. You can find the podcast show notes, which include links to resources mentioned in the show, as well as show transcripts, by going to my website, bobbyrebell.com. You can also find an incredible library of hundreds of previous episodes to help you on your journey as a financial grown-up. The podcast and tons of complimentary resources associated with the podcast is brought to you for free, but I need to have your support in return. Here's how you can do that. First, connect with me on social media at bobbyrebell1 on Instagram and bobbyrebell on both Twitter and on Clubhouse, where you can join my Money Tips for Grownups Club. Second, share this podcast on social media and tag me so I can thank you. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Reading each one means the world to me. And you know what? It really motivates others to subscribe. You can also support our merch shop, grownupgear.com, by picking up fun gifts for your grown-up friends and treating yourself as well. And most of all, Help your friends on their journey to being financial grownups by encouraging them to subscribe to the podcast. Together, we got this. Thank you for your time and for the kind words so many of you send my way. See you next time. And thank you for supporting Money Tips for Financial Grownups.